I am Camille Johnson, and this is Finding the Floor. Stories and reflections of midlife motherhood, family, and finding meaning in it all. Join me as I share a little piece of my life and figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 57, Dad Jokes and the Power of Humor. So, a rope walked into a bar. The bartender says, get out of here, we don't serve rope. Undeterred, the rope went outside, unwound some of its strands, and tied himself into a knot. He then went back into the bar The bartender said, hey, weren't you just in here? Aren't you the rope that I told to leave? The rope said, no, I'm afraid not. (laughs) So today I am going to talk a little bit about, I guess what we call, we can sometimes call dad jokes and the power of humor. I don't know about you all, but I grew up with a dad who was always telling jokes like these. In fact, that's one that he sent me (laughs) because I requested some dad jokes from him as well as my husband. And my husband also does this with our kids. And so I think there are a lot of dads out there who just tell these jokes. And I have to say, I'm super grateful for them. My dad is also really good at doing a really good pun. And sometimes it's unexpected (laughs) as you're talking to him about something. Really quick, before I get into more about the dad jokes, and I just have to say this week, I have been so unmotivated, (laughs) you guys. I am kind of getting to this podcast later in the week than I normally do. And not only am I feeling unmotivated just to do anything, I feel like I just finished this big race and it was such a big deal. And like, I don't know, this big thing happened and I just go about my life. (laughs) And I feel like I want to brag about it, but I don't want to brag about it. I don't know. It's just really funny. And then I don't even want to like, do any more working out because I took a little break. Although I I have been getting up, but it's just so funny. I just am not very motivated. I want to just sit at the beach or the pool. And maybe that's a summer, the summer thing. But what I found interesting is as I'm like, oh, I just need some topic for Father's Day. And I was struggling because I didn't want to go super sentimental. And I know that sounds really bad, but I think I've been thinking a little bit about my mom because, you know, my mom and dad are all like related. (laughs) They were married for so long and thinking about last year, this was the last summer we had together with her. So I just didn't want to go there at all. And so then I'm just like, okay, what can I do? I love, I want to honor dads and I just had this thought about 
what about something about dad jokes? And I don't know if I've talked about this before. I think I probably have. Is sometimes when like you get inspiration when you're in the doing. And so I just kind of started with I, that idea and got up the next morning and requested dad jokes from my dad and my husband. And then I just was like, oh, well, maybe there's like some benefit for humor. And then like four hours later, you guys are so much. <laughs> so I will have to first testify on the power of like getting inspired as you're doing because sometimes just sitting around waiting for it to come is not necessarily going to come. So I'm going to just put that out there. And then just it's amazing how much stuff was out there about humor. And it's so fun to learn about. So I think I watched probably four or five TED Talks. I read a bunch of different articles and blogs. And I even found out that there was a study of humor called gelatology. And it's from the Greek word gelos, which means laughter. And there was a whole podcast, like 50 minutes about the study of laughter. And side note, there is like this podcast all about like ologies and the study of all these different things. So, I mean, I just listened to this one, but I just thought, wow, there's, I mean, I'm sure there are podcasts about everything, but that one was really interesting. And she, um, so anyway, she talked to this expert, which I'll get into in a bit. Okay. So it really helped me get a little more motivated. And what is interesting is that humor can do that. <laughs> and I found that out. And I'm going to thank, I don't know, I'm going to thank Heavenly Father just because of that little inspiration of dad jokes that got me to this place where I can be grateful for dads and for my dad in this way. <laughs> so first of all, happy Father's Day this weekend to all you dads out there. And we're going to just talk about humor and all its benefits. Okay, one thing that I really, really loved from one of the TED Talks was that humor is almost like a reset for your soul. And uh, this one comedian who was talking about the power of humor and he talked about he would go to... Afghanistan and talk to people in the military he would just give them jokes and he noticed how sometimes it really literally just helped to reset all of them even though they were going through such hard things and seeing so many hard things and so one thing the gelontologist this Dr. Lee Burke who is pretty much one of the founders um, he's been working on this I don't know if he's been working in gelatology for that long, but he has been working over 50 years since 1971. <laughs> so he says one thing that is so great about humor is that it breaks the distress cycle. 
And he basically says it's like you can take a moment to get off the hamster wheel of life and reset for a bit. And he says he usually watches something funny every day to help reset him. It was interesting in one video which I watched, which um, a professor from Stanford named Jennifer Aker talked about the Disneyland paradox. And she said, when you think about Disneyland, it can be quite stressful. You've got long lines, ticket prices are high, and you have your kids melting down. But she says that what's crazy is like her son in their Christmas card mentioned things that happened while they were at Disneyland, such as vomiting, heat stroke, and then a long silent car ride home. And then in this video, she says that then at the end of his story, he says, but we can't wait to go back. And she says, why this happens is because of laughter. So at Disneyland, you probably have a lot of these hard things, but then a lot of these fun things that release laughter. And it says laughter releases endorphins that allow us to endure and even triumph over negative emotions. And so if you think about, I mentioned a ton about how our brains kind of like have this negative bias and sometimes you can override that by doing gratitude, but then you can even reset it and forget some of the bad things, not necessarily forget, but like those aren't as prominent in your memories because of laughter. Oh, I just think that was so cool. And she said that her concentration was more about like adding humor to work. But what was cool is she said, if you have more humor at work, it increases your creativity, it helps with health benefits, and it helps with your relationships. What? <laughs> and she said there was a study that like had two groups of people who were supposed to solve this little puzzle. They had like a candle and a pin and a box and they were supposed to put it on a wall and try to figure out how you could get the candle to like not melt onto the table. And one um, group just watched a drama video and then did the thing, the exercise, and another group watched something funny and then did the experience you know, the skill thingy with the candle and they were able to solve the problem easier because their creativity was flowing. And there was even another study mentioned and I don't know which, <laughs> I have a lot of these written down and I'll have a reference, like I'll, I'll link to all of these on my website that all the research that I found. But another was saying that even in a classroom, their students will perform better if they listen or see something funny right before a test rather than just studying more before the test. Because somehow when you laugh at something and you're able to relax more and your creativity opens up and your brain kind of like starts firing more or something. Just so, so cool. Humor. Who knew? Okay. When I was listening to the podcast um, and Dr. Lee S. Burke, he is the 
kind of the pri this immunologist at Loma Linda University, and he is the one who is kind of responsible for a lot of this research. And there is another professor, I think, at Stanford as well. And since the 80s, he's been kind of looking into this. And there was a story of this guy named Norman Cousins who had this uh, autoimmune disease. I don't know if it was something about arthritis, but it was he would get really severe pain in his back. And he claimed that if he watched something funny and laughed for like a half hour, then he was able to sleep for four hours during the night. And so he'd then wake up and do that again and be able to sleep some more pain-free. And he was saying laughter really is the best medicine or is a medicine that can help you. And so in this podcast and in a couple articles I read about him, it was, you know, saying that that's why he started pursuing this idea of laughter and um, how that is helping. And so in this particular article that I read, it kind of lists all of the benefits. Well, not all of them, but some of the benefits that laughter does for us. So laughter stimulates the release of endorphins from the amygdala and the hippocampus both areas of the brain play a key part in regulating our moods and emotions. Then it says laughter stimulates dopamine production. Dopamine is a hormone responsible for our brain's reward system. Anytime we do something that makes us feel good, bite into our favorite sandwich or hug someone we care deeply about, for instance, we get a shot of dopamine to give us that feeling of contentment. Okay. It also says laughter reduces the level of cortisol, our longtime enemy often referred to as the stress hormone. That's the bad one. Although stress sometimes can be good. Remember, we can we are built to deal with stress. All right. But anyway, laughter decreases the heart rate and lowers blood pressure. Also, laughter activates the T lymphocytes, our natural killer cells that help fight microorganisms and then it says laughter has been shown to have a positive effect on motivation creativity and learning and I personally can testify to the motivation you guys when I was even learning about laughter and humor <laughs> I got more motivated to do something and then it requires many different parts of the brain to process okay isn't this amazing? It's so funny. So there seriously was so many things about laughter. <laughs> um, one other TED Talk I listened to was by Tom Fishborn, who is a work cartoonist. Like he ended up, he draws a lot of cartoons kind of about marketing. And he says, one thing about humor in the workplace that it can, when you have laughter, you have a feel a sense of belonging within your group. That's why sometimes they say when you're giving a talk or, you know, presentation, start out with a joke and, you know, it can help people have this sense of belonging. And then he says, the second benefit is that it can be disarming. It lets us talk about things that otherwise are hard to talk about. So sometimes he, he kind of showed a lot of these cartoons that would you know, point out things that maybe people wouldn't really want to talk about, whether it would be, 
something in the workplace or what whatever. And then the other thing it says is humor lets us be vulnerable. It helps us to let go of fear and the fear of being scolded. Because he says fear kills creativity and humor is our most powerful tool to drive fear out of the system. Okay, so all of this awesome stuff and I just love all these benefits of laughter and humor and it's really cute because one thing that my husband tries to do every day, kind of his like, his little vow to me is to try to make me laugh every day and he really does try to make me laugh and I think it's been one of the things that have helped us through our marriage. One thing I read multiple times is that there was a study of kindergartners and like laughter and how often they laughed, like between kindergartners and adults and said kindergartners laughed 300 times a day and that adults were only laughing like 17 times a day. And Lee Burke, Dr. Lee Burke from the podcast that I listened to, he said that we are deconditioned to laughter as we get older. He said, it's really something that we are born to do. And then I was thinking about, I mean, you guys, when the first time that your little baby laughs, oh my gosh, is that like the best thing? Well, first you get like a smile from them. And then when they like laugh, Oh my gosh, that's the best thing. And then making your babies laugh by playing peekaboo or something just so simple. It's just so fun. And who knew that this little laughter thing that we're trying to do with our babies and then with our kids is really a way that we're trying to develop this sense of belonging. So it seems like as we come older, I don't know if we just become more serious or we just forget to have fun. And I think that's why I love this whole idea of dad jokes because like they kind of come out as you become a dad and you're, you know, trying to bond with your kids, right? And it's, I think it's a reason why they just have a fun connection. And there was this other article that says, dads can use jokes to bond and interact with their children using simple humor that is most often appreciated by children earlier on in their development. So there's like this purpose. <laughs> it's so cute. Um, and maybe also that's why we laugh more at our dad's jokes when we're younger and we think he's so funny. And then as we get older, we kind of like, especially, you know, with teenagers, we kind of, oh, dad. That's so bad. That's a bad joke. <laughs> but maybe we just need to work on our humor a bit more. And that brings me to this other TED Talk by Andrew Tarvin, who goes around and kind of talks to people about how we can really develop the skill of humor. He says humor is a skill and we can learn how to use humor. He says it's a way we can share our perspective. He says we can explore and heighten. Um, we can connect with people and have more fun. And then he says all we need to do is 
to grow our humor is a commitment to practice and perform and repeat. So we can all do this, learn how to use humor. Now, it was funny as I was texting my sister who I had talked to and said, I was, oh, I'm so motivated. I need to do this podcast. I don't even know what topic. And then I mentioned that I was like inspired and she's like, yeah, dad jokes. That sounds so fun. And why is it we never hear about mom jokes? (laughs) I mean, I do. I love to be funny. But you really don't say, hey, oh my gosh, that was such a mom joke. (laughs) And so I even read about this. It's just kind of funny. It said that studies claim that men prefer formulaic joking as a way to differentiate themselves while women tend to share funny stories cooperatively with each other. A form of humor that is based on intimacy and solidarity. Formulaic jokes draw on social knowledge that a wider audience can appreciate, while humor based on intimate knowledge is understood only by those that have a relationship with each other. Isn't that interesting? So women do tell jokes. And then later on in that article, they were saying that maybe some of these studies are biased for men anyway, and that women tell more jokes amongst themselves when men aren't around taking up all this space. (laughs) I don't know if that's true, but I think it's true for me because I like telling funny stories. And I don't know if I necessarily am the best at telling or telling funny jokes. So in my case and in my family, I see that to be true. But I do love to tell funny stories. Okay, (laughs) so anyway, the last thing I want to share before I wanted to get into a few of the jokes that I asked my dad and my husband to send me was that what there was one thing um, I really liked that Dr. Lee Burke said in his interview was that nowadays a lot of the humor is at the expense of others. And he was saying that appropriate humor is when where we can laugh at ourselves without mockery. So it's not as offensive. I mean, there can be offensive jokes, but he's saying sometimes that's going to have really an effect on us differently than just like this humor where we can laugh at ourselves without mockery. So think about that for a minute. I just like that a lot. (laughs) Okay. So in our family, at least with my husband, he tells a lot of science jokes or wordplay like grammar jokes so I'm going to share a few of those I'm going to share a few of my dad's and we'll see how this goes as I'm telling a joke to you guys like through the podcast (laughs) is it going to be funny am I just going to laugh at myself probably okay here we go want to hear a potassium joke k You know, because K is the symbol for potassium. I don't know if I should like explain these. Is that lame? (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, okay, next one. What is the difference between a cat and a comma? One has claws at the end of its paws, and the other is a pause at the end of a clause. <laughs> okay, next one. So there was a snail that purchased a new car. He immediately painted a giant S on each door. When asked why he did so, he said, When I drive down the street in my new car, I want people to say, Look at that S car go. <laughs> okay, one thing I do want to point out, I actually looked up like puns and because my dad loves puns and one little quote I'm going to say is that I found in this article is that punning folds a double knowledge into words. To make and understand a pun, you must grasp two things at once. The primary, apparently intended import of a word or phrase and the secondary, usually subversive one of puns. And the other thing about these dad jokes is that, and this is another thing I was reading about, like dad jokes and was saying, no special kind of comedic performance or timing is needed. So anyone can tell a dad joke. The jokes aren't new. They're the easiest jokes to understand and no one can possibly fail at getting them. So anyone can use these jokes. I'm going to share a few more and have the benefit of humor to bond more, to have better health, maybe to talk about things that are harder to talk about and all of the other benefits. All right, so here we go. There's a couple more. A devoted golfer always played with his buddies on a certain day of the week. On this regular golf day, he was playing his usual round of golf with his friends. They could see a funeral cortege driving by on the adjacent highway. The golfer took off his hat, put it over his heart, and was silent for one whole minute. His buddies were amazed at his reverence. Do you do this every time a funeral cortege goes by? He answered, we would have been married 25 years today. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> oh, okay. And my dad is a big golfer. So golfing jokes are also always a good one. Okay, here we go. Why do seagulls fly over the sea? Because if they flew over the bay they'd be bagels. All right. Why did the blind man fall in the well? Well, he couldn't see that well. <laughs> okay. Did you hear that oxygen and potassium are dating? OMG. So these are our favorite ones at our house, our science and English ones. All right, this next joke, uh, my husband loves because his grandpa would tell it a lot. And he says, how do you make holy water? You boil the hell out of it. <laughs> um, okay, another one. What is blue and smells like red paint? Blue paint. <laughs> Okay, this is one I got from my dad. Why can't a woman ask her brother for help? 
because he can't be a brother and a sister too. A brother and a sister or a sister, get it? <laughs> At first when I was reading it, I didn't get it. But then it makes more sense when you say it. A sister too. <laughs> okay, I don't know how this is going to go over. But okay, a few more. Someone stole my mood ring. I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> how do you follow Will Smith in the snow? You follow the Fresh Prince. <laughs> Get it? Fresh Prince. <laughs> okay. Why did the man with one hand cross the road? To get to the second hand store. <laughs> I really got a ton of jokes from my dad. And so dad, thank you so much. I'm running out of time. And I wasn't sure how this would go over. Do my own little comedic performance on a podcast. But there you go. A few of some great dad jokes. And sometimes we think that they're dumb or not dumb. I don't want to say that. But as you get older, maybe you don't appreciate these dad jokes as much as we should. And we need to laugh more and have more time for humor in our lives because there were so many benefits. I loved how, um, I think it was one article that was said, just have some funny things that you look at a lot. And I think it's so funny. I have this picture. My dad sent me this birthday card probably two years ago. And it looks like my little white dog with it, like a pink mouth. Like he's gotten to, into something pink and his paws are pink. And the at the beginning of the card, it says, Nope, I have not seen your lipstick. <laughs> and it's obvious the dog is like been into the lipstick but I seriously have that up on my mirror in my dresser so I kind of laugh at that every day and I read a couple things that said if you have like something that makes you laugh every day that you can look at and even something when you want to laugh just plug in some YouTube video the other day Nate was like, oh, I just, I was just feeling like I needed a laugh. And so he just like was watching funny animal videos and our kids, oh my gosh, they love watching those. The other thing that Nate and I would sometimes do is, is so funny. Although many of them are like totally inappropriate. So <laughs> just as a warning, but it's like the autocorrect, um, it's like you can look and people have screenshots of how they the autocorrect is totally wrong, but so, so funny. Anyway, or if there's a joke book that you get or something where you can just laugh a lot because it just helps you. There's so many things that it helps you with. And maybe I'm going to even start trying this. That to get my kids to do their homework, let's watch a funny video before. Let's get their creative juices going. And my dad would always send a copy of the like Boy's Life. They always had like two pages of jokes in the middle of that magazine. Oh my gosh, so funny. 
so funny. Be funny. Be <laughs> the benefits of humor is amazing. I just want to thank my dad for always having that sense of humor and helping us get through hard things and <laughs> making a situation a little more funny, as well as I'm grateful for my husband who does the same thing and tries to make me laugh every day. So guys, don't forget, laugh as much as you can every day. And to finish off, here's a couple last little jokes. I don't know much about Switzerland, but its flag is a big plus. <laughs> Did you hear about the two antennas that got married? The wedding was bad, but the reception was great. <laughs> All right, and last one. There were two men with dogs outside a bar. One man had a German shepherd, the other a chihuahua. They both wanted a drink, but they knew that the bar did not allow dogs. The man with the German shepherd said, no problem, just do as I do. So they both went, entered the bar. The bartender said, hey, we don't allow dogs in here. The man with the German shepherd said, this is my seeing eye dog. I need him. The bartender let him in. The second man with the chihuahua went in and said, this is my seeing eye dog. I need him. The bartender was incredulous and said, a chihuahua as a seeing eye dog? The man said, what? They gave me a chihuahua? <laughs> okay, you guys, don't forget to laugh every day. Find something to reset your soul, okay? And happy Father's Day to all those awesome dads out there. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have any questions, come by findingthefloor.com where I will have show notes and links for anything I've mentioned today. Special thanks to Seth Johnson for creating and performing the theme. Come back next week and thanks for listening. 